Well, hello, uglies. Come one, come all to the greatest show on earth. Underneath a big top, anything could happen. <laughs> Send in the clowns. <laughs> Well, we are back, 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 back again for another review of Dracula Season 4. We're reviewing Episode 8, which quite possibly is my new favorite episode. <laughs> <coughs> oh, excuse me. I say that only because, I, you know, honestly, the, uh, the, the Nosferatu Beach one was up there, but, you know, this one's my new favorite. I'm sorry, I gotta say... First of all, we have a lovely cinematic opening, and the theme for this episode is very clear from the get-go, <laughs> with a puppet show featuring a remarkably accurate marionettes of the Boulet brothers, Swanthula and Drakmorda themselves. <laughs> Obviously, it's a demented little clown show, this episode. <laughs> Anyways, let's cut back to the workroom, or sorry, the boudoir. Sorry. Um... Well, Dolly walks in the well. Dolly walks in the room. Well, first of all, sorry, Saint and Laz Saint and Hoso are in the room. They're discussing who's who. Do you think they went home? And they're hoping that really, um, they're kind of hope they don't want. They voice that they don't want either any of them to go home. But um, Hoso mentions that you know that they don't want Lazavaleta to go home because uh, for that you know for the. Um, Mexican representation, what La Zavaleta has done, bringing uh, bits of their culture into their drag, you know, and then, and, and like, you know, La Zavaleta at this point has totally redeemed herself from any negative critique I have of her, period, at this point. I, I love La Zavaleta. I see the magic within them, and that bitch made great TV. I'm just gonna say this right now. <laughs> Anyways, um, in comes the workroom, Dolly, talking about the extermination. And at this point, Dolly's reflecting on what happened in season two, where they just, um, they just flat out gave up. You know, they were doing so well, and then, ah, you know, so, yeah. We're happy Dolly's back. <laughs> um, also, Sigourney Beaver walks in the room and everybody's happy to see and especially Dolly. They have a little huggy moment and all that stuff and it's just all lovey dovey. I want to meet these people in real life. I really do. But moving on with this whole review. Um Ms. Beaver shares that she had a very terrifying experience. Um Dolly and Miss Beaver, if you don't remember, um they were put in a vacuum sealed latex contraption. Um and Miss Be Beaver talks about how um, it took her face off <laughs> and jammed uh, one of her eyelashes back in her eye and almost removed one of her contacts. <laughs> um, and yeah, they're talking about how they're sad that La Zavaleta did go home and, you know, the, the bitch is going to be missed. And I'm sorry, but like I said, like I just said, that bitch makes good TV. I'm sorry. I would want to put her on any damn show any goddamn day. That bitch makes good TV. I want to see her live. All that. Anyways, they are summoned to the main stage <sighs> for the defining moment of this whole thing. The Boulets announced that 
this is the episode that you do not want to fuck up on. Um, because the top three in this episode will be autumn. Those who make it to the top three, sorry. In this episode will be automatically added to the Dragula World Tour coming in 2022. Which, um, based on the date that I released this recording, I believe that the Boulets have already... Well, I think they're going to announce it soon, the actual date, but they're coming soon. And knowing them after, you know, after the uh, reunion episode airs, that they're going to announce the tour date. So, you know, yay, buy the music, available on iTunes. King. <laughs> anyways, uh, anyways, the theme this week is the ki- is killer clowns, not just inspired by the movie, which by the way, low key is one of my favorite like sci-fi horror movies ever. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I, it's so campy and I love it. And this whole time, Drac and Swan are talking. Their makeup keeps switching up on the screen. So this took a lot of time to do. This particular message took a lot of time to do. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but the difference is that it just doesn't have to be directly related to, to the Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It's inspired by it. doesn't have to be related to. Their looks must tell a story. Uh, must tell a story on the stage. Um... I am so sorry. Uh, their looks must tell a story on stage. Also, all the participants at the end of it will be put taken to location to participate in a clown cart death race. Ooh, what does that mean? <laughs> we'll find out. Um, and their fright feat this week, the, the fright week this week, uh, is that they have that. A clown from their past will come back, and they have to do a dunk. And they have to do a dunk tank, and the winner of this will decide who gets the keys to which clown cart. And Drac Morda made a very good point that picking the right cart, or getting the right cart, might give them the edge in the competition. And here, our lovely performers reflect on the queens. They're clowns who could come back from their past, and immediately Dolly's thinking Abora. I would have thought bitch pudding, but you know that's just me. Um, just, no shade, just well, a little bit of shade. <laughs> uh, well, they go out to the back of the they go out to the back lot, and they go out to the back lot. Well, back lot, they go to the back alley. <laughs> There's a dunk tank set up, and Mary Cherry is there to greet them. <laughs> And of course, and Sigourney and everyone else collectively says, of course, it's Mary Cherry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mary Cherry has an announcement that she will not be getting to the dunk tank. The, the, The final four will be dunking each other because there's a weight limit on the dunk tank and Mary exceeds that. Anyways, um... With pathetic reads thrown at the thrown at our lovely remaining contestants, I mean, like seriously pathetic, lame reads, like seriously pathetic, lame. <laughs> um, at one point, Sigourney was in the dunk tank, and Mary just walked up to the thingy that you know that triggers the platform to fall and just pff, knocks her in. And yeah, I guess Mary, what whatever um, delusion Mary had in there, you know, about Sigourney, I think that's now all forgiven and forgotten. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
the winner of our little competition with the most, you know, dunks with the fewest throws with the ball. Because they were like, because, you know, yeah, I, I, I don't get the rules, but anyways. Um, <laughs> the winner is Dali. <laughs> well, as they walk back into the boudoir, um, the keys are all nicely laid out in a nice little row as they walk up to the table and Dali and starting and Dolly just goes ahead and just says okay whatever key you're standing in front of you get it Hoso immediately throws in the finger <laughs> I'm worried for Hoso because Hoso doesn't even really have a key it looks like a little spark plug like a little tiny spark plug uh Sigourney's got like a little uh get some ratchet old key uh looks like Saint's got some other kind of ratchety key and dolly's got the one that's marked number one so dolly's assuming that they're the one they got is getting is going to be the fastest which at this point i'm assuming so too i mean it's just like I, i'm i'm honestly worried for hoso and hoso kind of does make a joke that i that due to political correctness i am not inclined to repeat it's an asian stereotype about driving um that involves also hoso being a bottom um anyways <laughs> Um, anyways, so, um, they're starting to get their looks together. They're starting to get their looks together, and, um, it's all nice and serious, like, you know, like it usually is, but then it stops, and Hosa does a double take, because Sigourney's on the floor, wiping the floor with her tights. Well, she's, this is, there's a reason for this. She's trying to distress them, add a little stank on them, you know, you know, trying to distress her clothing and everything, just trying to add a little, you know, little stank on it, a little bit. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, through this whole thing, um, we'll find out why, and Dolly will openly admit why later on. But Dolly's dropping a lot of sex puns this entire time. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, a lot of sex puns. Like, I'm thinking there was a tent, I think in the big top might have popped up in their pants during this whole thing. <laughs> Talking about getting it chubby and all that stuff. And, ooh, they're going <laughs> to... Oh, my God, this bitch is a freak. <laughs> this bitch is a freak, and I love it. And I've seen the OnlyFans. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> um, anyways, um, so during this moment, um, Sigourney... Um, <laughs> Sigourney does have a little bit of a breakdown. This kind of broke my heart a little bit because apparently the same, because apparently what happened was that the same week she got the phone call that she was, um, that she was, that she was going to be a contestant on the show. That was the same week her mother passed away and she's still in the grips of mourning and she's still counting days and our heart goes out to, uh, our heart goes out to Miss Beaver. You know, she's been, yeah, she's been, she's been, I, I really do feel for her. I mean, like, I have a friend who recently, who this all recently happened to, something similar recently happened to, and this is not fun, and kudos to her for still sticking up with it and going to the competition. She could just have taken time for herself, but she decided to go ahead and move on, and yes, and I really, you know, really, like I said, my heart goes out to Sigourney. Um... Anyways, so that day's concluded. Uh, the queens come back. They're starting to do their makeup. Um, and Dolly re reveals that this is their going to be their favorite challenge the of their of 
every time they've done Dragula competition uh, because Dolly comes back and opens up about having a clown fetish. And then again talks about, how, looks at looks over at Sane who's painting a white face on and um, it's like, ooh, ah. It's like, ooh, ah. Um, Hosta throws a little jab that finally Saint and Miss Beaver are going to be wearing makeup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, I don't know. Dolly, if you're listening to this, uh, give me a call, baby. You can find my Instagram. It's at the courtesan. That's at T-H-E-C-O-U-R-T-I-S-A-N. That's the Instagram. DM me, baby. <laughs> I've seen the OnlyFans, people. Yes. But anyways... <sighs> the boulets come out. The, of course, the siren call of death ur- urges on, and then the boulets come out. Um, and they are immaculate as always. Um, amazing, bravingly wearing white. Which, by the way, if you don't wear as much makeup as a drag queen, you know, white's a dangerous color to wear and still keep it pristine. But drag and swan, they do it. And kudos to them. Anyways, our guest judge, our guest judge from what we do in chat, what we do in the shadows, Harvey Gill- Harvey Gillian, Gillian, Harvey Gillian, 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 Gillian. I am so sorry for mispronouncing that. Gillian, Harvey Gillian. There you go, Harvey Gillian. There you go. Okay, and the immaculate, the incomparable, the fabulous, the mannish. I'm just joking. It's Bob the Drag Queen, yo. Bob the Drag Queen. Can she turn it? Bob the Drag Queen. Yes, she'll try. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> okay, now I'm just going to... Now, before we go, before I take a little break here, I just want to mention here that the um the whole vibe of this floor show, I love it. I do. I'm sorry. I love it. I know. I know. If you listen to the main show, Miss Sarah has a thing about clowns, and my mother and I have talked about the thing about clowns. But I don't. I don't necessarily hate clowns, but when it's like a theme, like you know, drag car- drag and clowns thrown together, it's just like ah. <laughs> I love it. It's such a fun theme. Oh my god, especially killer clowns. Oh my god. And you know, and that is just the, you know, that's just it's just beautiful. Uh, anyways, I'm going to take a quick little break and then um when we come back, um I'm going to throw out a little news broadcast from the Boulets and Shudder if you hadn't heard yet, but I'm going to be throwing it back and then we'll talk about the floor show and the competition and well, not a competition, and the floor show um, the judges' critiques and the extermination, which has a twist not, ne- not necessarily in that order I'll, I'll give the news at the end of the show, you have to wait <laughs> oh, anyways, be right back alright, bitches we're back Sorry, um, should not, you're not all bitches. I, I, I assume you're not all bitches. Um, I had to get something to wet my whistle. Mm. refreshing. Um, anyways, so the music we hear for this whole performance is the 
Killer Clowns from Outer Space theme song. And I live for it all. <laughs> okay, I'm going to um, break down some of the looks that we saw on here. Um, starting with, you know, who started from when they started and everything. Um, Hoso. Um, Hoso during in the boudoir um, said that they their look was inspired by... Um, traditional exorcists and this is where and they're and when the exorcists are doing their thing um korean korean exorcists um doing their thing um this is also where hosts apparently said they get a little bit of inspiration for the looks of makeup too but when they're doing their thing um yeah so this is what hosts brought and it's a very high concept look it's like a clown with many faces and um i think it's good but it's really busy it's really busy, but that's not nothing different for Hoso. Um, Miss Beaver <laughs> comes out with a sexy, dynamic silhouette, and you know, of course, a very strong start in the performance. Um, Dolly is a punk candy corn clown missing their teeth, <laughs> all gums, and all gums throwing candy corn everywhere. There's a sex pun in there all throughout it. <clears throat> I am so sorry. Um, Saint bringing back fashion as a terrifying, tormented, sad mime in biscuit shoes. You know, I wouldn't be, you know, I, I, I just wish the shoes were, you know, I wouldn't, I don't mind the biscuit shoe. I wear biscuit shoes. Um, the only thing I do mind is that I wish they had them a different color. Uh, take a hint from the Widow Von Du and... Yeah, at least wear them in different colors. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, oh, God. And the floor show was a wonderful, hectic thing. There were some obvious issues. Um, there were some obvious issues like Saint not really, you know, jumping in the whole, not really putting a lot of whole enthusiasm in the performance. Um, I mean, it looks okay on screen, and the judges will point out later on that, like, you know, on, in person, um, it's a little lackluster, but anyways, um, also, uh, because Hoso's inspiration is basically that of an exorcist, they bring out a sword and a chicken, and, uh, because it's supposed to be a killer clown theme, uh, this kind of throws off their perspective for the judges, they they mention that a little bit, and, you know, I'm getting ahead of myself, and Sigourney did have a noticeable mishap because she brought on some balloons, and they got tangled up, and she lost a shoe, yeah, and she tried not to be paced. <laughs> and the boulets are having their one-on-one -on -one with each other. And, of course, they're talking about everything going on. <clears throat> about who's rising and who's falling. And, of course, you know, Drax's tired because the season's starting to wind down. And, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but um, the boulets did mention their one-on-one. They're going to be considering everything both on stage and backstage this episode and possibly overall. This might be the episode where the report card actually gets looked at. Um, but we will see. <laughs> uh, well, but like I said, Miss Beaver, she slipped up with her performance. It kind of got discombobulated. Um, she had a little creepy puppet with her named Cigarette. That apparently really creeped out Dolly, like a lot, like eerily, like had, like apparently he said that uh, it had 
It had um, Sigourney's uh, patented blank death stare <laughs> drawn on the face. Um, and it was, like I said, and like it was, there were some hiccups and mess-ups. And Bob actually pointed out that a Sigourney, um, the hat that Sigourney wore was too clean compared to the rest of the outfit. So a little more unity. And then, of course, Sigourney in the commentary said, I should have rubbed my damn hat on the floor. Probably should have. <laughs> Um, the judges also, um, with Hoso, they, like, I noticed and everything, there was a lot of detail, but because there was, in Hoso's look, but because there's a lot of detail and everything, little tiny things are kind of magnified rather than lost in the shuffle. Um, so there's, like, little tiny details and everything that kind of makes sense, and, um, the judges had trouble kind of understanding the point bob pointed out very simply that like the theme is killer clown why does the clown have a sword the clown would like if it was a clown and everything they brought a sword they would have lost the sword and started trying to kill people with a chicken you know it's kind of yeah um with dolly the only one that didn't get any any negative critique whatsoever it was sick it was twisted they loved it there was candy corn melting in their crotch I would have eaten the candy corn. <laughs> I mean, if you've seen the OnlyFans, you would have too. Okay? <laughs> Little extra flavor there. Sorry. Mom, if you're listening to this, I am so sorry. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, with Saint, um, they said what I said. It was a fashion mime. There, it was sad, it was fashionable, but there were, there was no killer in there. It was like a sad, tortured mime, and there was no killer whatsoever in there, um, at all. Um, and like, a Bob and Saint kind of had this moment where, uh, excuse me, if you heard a beeping just now, I would like to apologize. I had a pot pie in the oven microwave oven it was marie calendar's pot pie in the microwave oven uh don't judge me i am fat <laughs> anyways bob and saint they had a moment um where bob apparently pointed out that um that saint coming off a win a resurrection um bob was actually a little um kind of afraid to give a critique that wasn't less than glorifying you know, that was less than glorifying and all over, all around, like, tens, like, all around positive because, um, you know, because, like, because, like, apparently Bob felt like this happened on their season or thing where, like, you know, they have a, they have a black contestant that won and, you know, you know, it just seems like they had to work harder and harder, you know, compared to the other contestants of the other contestants who aren't people of color and it's just, yeah, <laughs> Um, which they're not complete, which th Bob's not wrong. You know, that does, that does happen a lot. And it does also, it does happen in the drag world a lot. I'm sad to say that's a little drag pageantry, you know, behind the scenes facts right there. Um, but it's a very sweet and touching moment. And Bob does say, because they've done this before and everything, that if you're going to wear a look for a finale, um, please try to make sure it is custom and it is made for you and you didn't buy it from the store. Because you might get away with it, but <laughs> you will be read for it for the rest of your career. Yeah, Bob's outfit. On the, you know, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
<laughs> Swan's about to announce the the biggest hiccup of the show. This this whole episode was kind of goofy, um, except for the sad moments. This episode was kind of goofy. Um, Swan's announcing the winner of the Killer Queen. Uh oh, sorry, Killer Clown. Yes, Swan goofed up. They even rewound it and played it back again. The winner is Dolly. <laughs> mm. And as the winner, they are automatically going to the finale. And they're in the top three. Anyways, they're dismissed to the cauldron prior to their death cart race. Uh, <laughs> um, and of course, the queens are talking amongst themselves. Who... Is going to be in top three. Everyone sees themselves in top three. Um, Hoso does end up setting Sigourney off because by saying that Sigourney, by saying that, you know, Hoso, that they, that themselves, Dolly and um, Saint have Dragula in their blood and there's nowhere else where they can go. Uh, and then, of course, Sigourney chimes in like, uh, no, 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 just because, no, 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 no. Um, just because. She doesn't look like she belongs in the top three Dragula. Doesn't mean she doesn't belong in the top three Dragula. Um, <clears throat> sorry, by look, based on how someone else says she should, one of the other contestants, i.e. Hoso, says you should look. So, which, by the way, yet again, is another sad part of drag. In any kind of world, there's, exclus there's, exclusi there's exclusivity. Um, entitlement and all that good stuff. And Hoso's 19 years old, so. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, and Sigourney talks about herself, Saint, and Dali being in the top three because they are professionals. They've been, they've done tours. They know the grind on the road. They know how to act up. They know how to keep everything organized. Um, they know they know how to treat you know people who are working there who are working in the places they're at and the people working with them on the road. Um, cut scene to um, Hoso being messy, losing stuff everywhere, asking everyone every episode, uh, "Do you have a makeup wipe? I can't find my makeup wipes." And of course, getting the back and of course, what Swan and Drag pointed out, getting the backstage, getting the people, the backstage assistants to help her get dressed. Um, yeah. Anyways. To the races. And we start off with some zombie clowns being eliminated. And these are the eliminated queens resurrected. I immediately recognize um, Formaldehyde and Bitter Betty. There's another one. I can't quite put my finger on who that is. I can't quite put my finger on who that is. But anyways. Um, and obviously Coco Kane as our lovely menstrual, menstrual clown who is going to... Uh, be a minstrel that I feel so bad saying that. Oh my god. But anyways, that's what Coco's looking like. A sexy minstrel clown and they are going ahead and signaling the races. Um but before that the go the go kart assignments are revealed. Dolly has the adult kind of gator cart, the best one. Um, the kid two-seater go-kart goes to Saint. Uh, Sigourney gets a fold-up electric scooter. Uh, 
in which he happens to park cigarette in the basket of. And um, Hoso is assigned the kid toy SUV. You know those little, those little t- ATV, sorry. Uh, you know those little tiny little ATVs for like, you know, five, six year old. That's what Hoso's riding on. Battery powered, mostly plastic. <laughs> uh, well, as they're racing, it's pies in the face fun and... And they're all flabbergasted that the uh, returning contestants came back just for this moment. Mm. How do I my whistles? My whistles. My, like I have more than one. <laughs> That's what she said. But anyways, um, anyways, and then uh, finishing up the uh, <laughs> race. It is Dolly, followed by Saint, followed by, very closely by Sigourney, and kicking up the rear at a snail's pace, that that, uh, that tiny vehicle that only goes five miles per hour at the maximum goes, uh, made for tiny kids, uh, finally brings up the rear. <laughs> Cut to the cinematic extermination. It is the puppet show from hell. The Boulet marionettes select their victims. It is Hoso and Saint. Sadly, the and we see a bunch of blood being splattered, tiny little fake knives being slashed everywhere. But unfortunately, we get the dreaded to be continued logo popping up. So I don't know who went home this episode. We don't know who got exterminated. So yeah. <laughs> It is to be continued, and I'm guessing that the next episode, which will be the reunion, which we will finally know, or they're going to probably hold it out to the final episode, which will be episode 10, the final episode, to go ahead and tell us who the top three are. But they're probably going to tell us in the reunion. So, hopefully, so, from what I can tell, it's definitely not, it's Dolly and Sigourney are safe, but it is definitely Hoso and Saint that are in the chopping block in the Boulay's eyes. Now then, my little... Creepy ghouls. I said that I was going to tell you about a little news. If you hadn't heard about yet or you haven't been keeping track of. Um, the uh, the show, the sorry, Shudder has renewed the Boulay Brothers Dragula for season five. So there will be another season. Uh, announcements to be soon. Um, if you follow the Creatures of the Night podcast by the Boulay Brothers with their co-star Ian, then and occasionally whoever they have as a guest and everything, then on um, the Dread Central po- on Dread Central podcast, they um, will probably announce it there. Or probably announce it on their website, their Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, um, even possibly freaking TikTok. Um, so there you go. We're gonna have after this children. We are gonna have another season. And yes, this show is the number one show right now on Shutter. So. <laughs> Well, I guess that's all we have to time for right there. I got a pot, like I said, I had a pot pie in the oven, so I got to go check on that. Anyways, uh, I guess I'll leave you with a closing message, and for now, I'll say goodbye. <laughs>
Anyways, thanks for tuning in. If you'd like, you can support us at the podcast with a monthly contribution or just by simply sharing um, that we exist here to your friends, family, on whatever social media or whatever streaming platform you're listening to this to. It would be nice to get a very good review. Anyways, thanks again. And in the words of Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, unpleasant dreams. <laughs> Thank you.